Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? We're back. We're, Show two. We're going for the extended intro song, aren't we? We are. Not by much. Jeff really wanted it. That was like nine 15, seconds longer than usual. 15 seconds. Well, it's better than like, you know, he clicks us in like three seconds into the song. We've got to vamp for an hour and a half. It's not an hour and a half. It's only like a three minute song. It feels like an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. Anyways, let's vamp. <laughs> Did we do anything fun? No. Xbox bought Activision Blizzard. That was a what the fuck moment this morning. Is that surprising though? It really isn't. It kind of was. Like scrolling through Twitter and like it's 8:30 in the morning. I'm just having my coffee and I'm like I see this. Number 1, knowing where Xbox is based, which is in Seattle, it's 5:30 in the morning over there. And they're announcing this. I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" You got to get, get a full news cycle out of it. I guarantee they spiked Game Pass subscriptions out the wazoo with that. Oh, I'm sure. Like, it, I mean, it got me to, you know, I've been on Game Pass free trials for months and months and months. I probably will just continue my Game Pass to pay them the 10 bucks a month to be able to play Halo. Now all the Activision Blizzard games. Why not? So the move is you let your, you let your Game Pass run out. Give it like a week. Buy up a couple rounds of Xbox Live Gold. Apply them to your account all at the same time, like up to three years, and then you can convert it all to Ultimate for one fee. Hmm. But so I bought three. Hmm. Yeah. But do I? I can do that on my PC because I don't even have a working Xbox anymore. So. Hmm? Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll give you the rundown there. I, d- I didn't know what their welcome to uh, Xbox Crash. I, I yeah. didn't know what their ecosystem was like anymore. Because welcome to the Cyber Party. Yeah. Of the internet persuasion. And cyborgs. Forgot uh, yes, internet the cyborg, cyborg party. That's, that's I was like, a... was there clowns in there? Man, I should tell you there weren't clowns. Boy, that was a but I was that close. was a word balloon jumbled name of a mess of a show. Because I was like it was like ICP, wasn't it? Because I remember making yeah, a joke about juggalos, but Lord. For a hot minute, Josh had another podcast that a bunch of us were on that was talking about games and comics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then Josh also had a comic book podcast. He had a homebrew podcast. He's had a Josh lot of was podcasts. convinced he was going to become like the next big podcast maven. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, but then Spotify <laughs> shut him down. They're like, no, no, too much misinformation. Right? Uh, kind of like maybe somebody should have shut Stone down. No. No, 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 no. No. Yes, I, yes, 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 yes. I, Let, let's have words, my friend. I... I took one look at this lineup and I got excited okay. for a stone. I got excited for stone brewing first time in years. So stone puts out a tweet and they're like, Oh, thanks to your write-ins and your voting. These are the five beers that you're bringing back from retirement. And I'm looking at this list going, I have heard of three out of these five. I am familiar with the sublimely self-righteous black IPA, the one, one Wells is most excited about. One of the best, I'd say one of the three only only good three black IPAs out there. They're bringing back Stone Imperial Russian Stout, which I didn't realize was gone. Yeah, I didn't either. When I saw that, I was I like, see what, it every what, what once in a while, but like, okay, whatever. We'll, we'll give you that one. Maybe they, it's- they brought it back under the totalitarian sure. Imperial Stout yeah. name, whatever. Might have tweaked the recipe, but hey. Stone IRS is yep. a goat. Uh, Stone's Ruin 10. Uh, the update to Ruination mm-hmm. with even more. 
I, more ruining. It's a 10.8%. I, I looked and saw that we actually had Ruin 10 on the show yeah. as a bomber. That's how long it's been. Yep. Um, That one I'm okay with. But then Japanese green tea IPA and yep. then peak conditions, a hazy double IPA. You're telling me there is a huge writing campaign for those? Yeah, I literally had never heard of peak conditions before. But I did have the Japanese green tea IPA and I thought that was pretty good. Of course, I was also in my younger craft beer days and a little bit more permissive with things like this. So, Promiscuous. So, Wells, can, can we rewind for a second? Yes. You said you were excited for the first time about Stone yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Two beers? No. For the, the self, sublimely self-righteous, uh-huh. I freaking did enjoy Ruin 10, and the Stone IRS was one of my first forays into aging bombers. All right. And that sucker kept. Well, like I remember a aging champion the the IRS too because I think Jeff, you and I were truck chasing those for a little bit. Weren't I, we? I would say we were truck chasing. Well, we we're definitely picking them up every season, and then we were working on like three year verts on them. Yeah. So I mean, I remember that beer. I mm-hmm. remember Ruin Ten. Ruin Ten was okay, but it's not anything to write home about. And the. I- Sublimely self-righteous. <laughs> I, I, remember, I could take or leave. I remember my first time having Ruination and not having been... You know, the hop world was a lot different then than it is now. And having Ruination back then actually like did wreck your palate. And now it's just yeah. like, oh, that's cute. It's, it's a little tickle. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah, that's unfortunately where yeah, we're... Yeah, but Ruin 10 was like... A ten point something or other percent triple IPA, like yeah, back, back when that day, meant something. Back in the day, that was the lower, lighter end of their big bombers. They'd put out a bomber of a double IPA, and it would be eleven three. It would be twelve five. Those are great bombers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, remember Maharaja? Man, I sat down at dinner one night and powered through a bomber Maharaja with dinner, and I had a hard time getting out of my chair. I bet. I remember. You remember Maharaja? I, I remember. I remember, my, I remember hops. my first beer, too. Meanwhile, now my liver's so calloused and, and, and scabbed over. It's just like, is that all you got? I can take more than that. Come on, bring it on. All right, so Wells, Mr. Excited About yeah, Stones, Self-Righteous. Mm-hmm. It's midway through January. Have you even seen that beer out in the market yet? Man, I haven't gone looking. Okay. Something about, you know, spending a couple days not going out at all. I just, I haven't gone looking and I haven't gone What's shopping What's going to be hilarious yet. is all the places you normally go to buy beer won't have any, any of these. One, I, one or two of them will have them. That's all. Okay. That's it. I don't know. All right. Fair enough. I'm, uh, I'm look, I'm pretty excited. I, I hope it comes in like a four pack of cans because... Look, I'm, that's about all I want of any of this, to be honest. But I, I will cherish those four cans, just not six. I would say you know they're going to come in six packs. We'll see. Six pack of twelve ounce cans? Sure. Yeah, but it, it, like pushing eleven percent for a couple of these, uh, just give me four packs. Nobody what? says you have to drink them all in one night. I don't. <laughs> I'm also not trying to keep them around in a cellar forever like I used to with IRS. Yeah. What, was, what was that? There was a stone triple IPA that we had on the show not too long ago. 25th anniversary. And it was a big ass womp womp. Not a womp womp. It was just fine. 
why Jeff is looking that up. 2014 was the last time I checked in a ruin ten, so it wasn't that. Yeah, that's yeah. What is Foothills, or as this article says, one time, which drives me nuts, Foothill Brewing doing? Foot, space, hills? Foothills Brewing. Um, Foothills Brewing has been operating in Winston-Salem for, God, since 2005. Um, There is an Old Hickory connection, of course. Jamie, their head brewer, was the number two brewer at Old Hickory before he kicked out and did Foothills. And we've always seen them as like a, Little brother to us, uh, to them, whatever. Uh, I've got I've got a lot of love. A shorter for, brother. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I've got a lot of love for Foothills. One of their initial like flagships um, was the uh, Pilot Mountain Pale Ale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it it's been retired for you know a little bit. It's come on as more of a one off, but they aren't keeping it around as a flagship like they. Uh, used to have on, well, recently, Pilot Mountain, which is the closest mountain to Winston-Salem, Pilot Mountain caught on fire and, like, burned. A lot of it burned. Like um, a wildfire? Yes. Wow. I did not know that. Yes. So they We are, had a wildfire here in North Carolina. We've had a couple. Huh. I'll be yep. damned. I'll be damned. So... I, shows how much attention I paid to the news. Yeah, no kidding. You have to look outside every once in a while, Josh. Do I really? I mean, uh, so anyway, uh, Foothills is bringing back Pilot Mountain Pale, and um, oh god, it's so anyway. They've been doing a lot of uh, charitable beers in the past. I know we've had a number of different. Um, we had uh, the dog beers, and then we had the um, other nonprofit beers they had before the Pinup Girl. After, it, was, that, it was the. It was the pinup girls, and then it was the dog beers for animal shelters. Yep. And then the third round was the occasional, like, here's a human rights cause yep. that we want to support. Yep. So that was the of the month series, by the way, in case anybody yeah. forgot, because that's been a hot minute since we It, it has been. I mean, like, it was good. It was fun. You know, it was like you're buying a beer, and you know it's money's going to a good cause. So not only is Foothills going to be directly donating proceeds from uh, the Pilot Mountain reboot to help rebuild, re whatever Pilot Mountain, but uh, on the twelve packs of the spear, uh, if you scan the QR code, it gets you take to a you get taken to a donation site that uh can enable you to give more money directly to the uh, Friends of Saratown Mountain website. So I mean that's kind of cool. Um, that is cool. I've always admired foothills for their charitable efforts and donations um i vaguely remember pilot mountain pale ale from years ago and it, it'll be nice to have a refresher i mean I, I do anticipate picking up some of this because i mean why not i like mountains i like trees <laughs> i like mountains i like trees i was gonna say the last time i went to the ren ren fair here mm-hmm. if you guys remember if you don't it's been a few years uh Foothills ran all the beer there. So they had uh, the pale ale and, you know, of course, all the other beers that they had. So, it, I mean, it's been a couple of years since I've been, but I probably probably had it the most recent out of all of us, I would imagine. Foothills? In no, the, the, their pale. Oh, yeah, sure. Specifically. I, I can't remember the last time I had that. But, like, this is, you know, what's nice about... 
and, and not to put foothills up on too much of a, of a peak here, as it were, I, it's nice to see breweries go and do something for the community and to kind of rally it around something. Like I, I would pick yeah. up some Pilot Mountain Pale Ale to support that piece of it. That's nice. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Which, by the way, listeners, if you ever, and, and unfortunately we lost the good part of that episode because my laptop ate it, but we did do a show way back in the day at Foothills That Brewery. was super fun. It really was. Uh, we had the burger guys on. Yep. And that was the only episode that made it to air, but uh, that was a fun day. Yeah, it was a real fun day. It was an absolute blast. Stupid laptop, stupid technology. Yeah. Back then, then things were like etch sketches, I tells you. Like etch sketches. Backup drives were impossible to get. Yeah, it was a whole thing. This guy high? Probably. That's a really bad screen grab. Yes, that it they is. they chose to use for this I'm dude. not a cat. <laughs> I'm a human. <laughs> well, what's happening with the cannabis company that bought Sweetwater? Well... Uh, I learned something in the, the first sentence of this, that there was a partnership between Tilray and Budweiser that has since yeah, uh, gone away. I didn't and know like, that either. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so that partnership has ended. Uh, we had talked about on the show recently how Tilray has purchased Sweetwater Brewing. Uh, Sweetwater is going to be moving brewing operations, like still keeping them in Atlanta, but also going to be brewing out in uh, Colorado now. Um this is crazy. They just bought a distillery as well. Um, the Breckenridge Distillery. Uh, you guessed that out of Breckenridge, Colorado. Um, they are counting on cannabis legalization and hoping to do a THC-infused beer and spirits. And I'm sitting here like, good luck. We're, we just aren't there yet, but they are making some big moves and hoping that legalization does come within the next couple of years because right now you cannot have THC in an alcoholic beverage. I'm thinking about like how crazy just North Carolina is about you can't have liquor in the same place that you buy your beer and wine and they want to put THC in spirits and beer. Good luck. Yeah, but then you've got other states like Arizona or Indiana where you can walk into the Target and oh, buy yes. liquor. So. Yeah, Tito's sitting on an end cap. So in some of those states, it probably won't be as difficult. Of course, neither of those states that I mentioned have legal marijuana right yeah. now. So, But I mean, like, okay, so, all right, so, so let's talk about South Carolina then. So South Carolina, you can have it all under the same roof. However, it needs to be split. And so I go into the main entry and then I go to the left door for, uh, let's call it beer and wine, mm-hmm. or I can go through the right door for spirits. Yes. Okay. So is there now going to be like another door for like stuff that has all of that plus THC? Probably knowing some of these Bible belt states that have these crazy blue laws on the books. I would not be surprised at all. Um, I guess though in this, let's tie it into one of the other articles that's in this because why not? Could you, in theory, Wells, make this in a quote-unquote non-alcoholic beer that has become all the rage? Could I put THC in a non-alcoholic beer? It's going to be a seltzer. Yeah, we've seen that before, though. It's going to be a seltzer. Okay, so then why aren't they trying to just push that route? Instead of 
Well, because you don't buy a distillery with having the intention of there is non, non-alcoholic. We've oh, talked I, about. I'm aware, and I, man. Ugh. So why? There, there is a reason that, like, COVID continues. Because <laughs> God is angry with our decisions. <laughs> I mean, why yeah, could God I, messed up. Okay? Why can't I buy a non-alcoholic bourbon that is THC-infused? THC why? Why would you want to? Why? It's just how I'm going to counter why? with that. Because why not? Why ask why? Try Bud Dry. Man, like I feel like Snoop's got a whole song about you know like smoking and drinking gin and juice. Like, why would you need non-alcoholic? I don't know. That's a good question, but it's a growing segment, and I don't understand it. Well, welcome okay. to Dry January, where fuck off. Okay, so next article is about the continuing growth of non-alcoholic beer and we see the athletic brewing company like one of the you know they're in your facebook feed yeah the, yeah you know, all like, of your like, instagram no ads. they're not i blocked them nice uh some other company i've never heard of and of course fucking flying dog has a non-alcoholic beer called deep fake yeah of course they do burn in hell flying dog <laughs> was that a uh, brewed at their Asheville brewery <laughs> yeah, totally. No, North Carolina wouldn't understand what real beer is or whatever their stupid-ass comment was. So I know we've ranted and raved about this for a very long time, uh, but yet Wells decided to put another article in about non-alcoholic beer and it being dry January. And this particular Paste Magazine article, this author is very excited about the I guess options that are out there of these non-alcoholic beers because it's not just O'Doul's or, you know, whatever it used to be. O'Doul's rules or or Heineken zero point zero, which actually contains zero point zero three. And that good luck to that dummy that wants to sue them over three hundredths of a percent of alcohol. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I personally don't have any interest in non-alcoholic beer. I just don't. But I. There, and that's mainly because I had non-alcoholic beer a couple of years ago, like O'Doul's and Bush and whatever. I'm like, this stuff is awful, and I cannot understand why anybody in their right mind would drink this stuff. But it keeps coming out, and I'm starting to pay attention when breweries like Sweet, or not Sweetwater, but um, Stillwater, like breweries that I respect that are pumping out like different flavor variations of non-alcoholic beer. And I'm like, do I really want a hazy IPA that's non-alcoholic? Well, I think I kind of do. All right. I'm going to be super insensitive for a second. Go for it. So ostensibly the idea is you offer this as a way for people who have a problem with drawing a line and, and setting their limits with alcohol consumption. I'm assuming. Yeah. If or, I'm, or I guess the other reason would be medical reason, like I'm going through cancer and I can't drink or something of that effect. Maybe. But I, but I still fucking want to because it makes me the taste makes me feel like a human being again. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is this like the? I just I like I, I'm I'm still struggling to understand, like if somebody, like if you. If, if somebody has a real sickness and a real addiction to alcohol, and that's, that's a real problem, is this really a good thing? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you're... I, 
I just feel like, it, you know, you put somebody in a, in a dangerous situation in a bar. Oh, well, it's cool, though. They got non-alcoholic beer. Like, okay, the first one might be. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that statement because, yes, you there are people that have real problems with alcohol. And this is literally playing Russian roulette. And, and so maybe that's where some of this is geared towards. I feel like athletic, I feel like their whole shtick is trying to be the next Mick Ultra. Nobody's drinking it because it's good. People are drinking it so that they can be seen drinking it. Right. I, I just finished my... My 10K. Hand me athletic, bro. Yeah, give me a... I, like, I can't drink that Mick Ultra. It's too much like water. Give me that other non-alcoholic beer. I'm straight up pounding these, and you can too with these gains. I got nothing. Does it fit my macros? God. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And, and, and it has always bothered me with this whole concept to begin with because... It just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You literally, like I said, you're playing Russian roulette. If you truly, really have a problem with alcohol, you are playing Russian roulette when you drink these. If you don't have a problem with alcohol, why are you drinking these? If you don't want to drink, get a water, get a seltzer, get a tonic, call it a day. Get a Diet Coke. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean. Can I I get some bourbon in that Diet Coke? How about some gin with that tonic? Well, like I'm saying for somebody like me who doesn't really drink soda, get a goddamn tonic water. Get a seltzer water. Get a water water, for Christ's sake. Get a LaCroix. Hydro homies. Yeah. Be a hydro homie. And, and again, like there's probably somebody that's, you know, very upset right now because this does fit their need. And, you know, like I can appreciate that this has a market. I just don't understand it. I, I, I don't either. I recognize like a lot of things today that there is some desire to represent folks that want this kind of product. I'm just, I'm befuddled at why there's so much of it. And again, to me, it feels like fad chasing. Yeah. And it's because it's become such a huge thing. Right. Well, over the last three years. Yeah. And like seltzers dying slowly, but it's dying. So now that seltzer's dying, what do, what, do we, what we got? What we got in the tank, guys? What what's on the board? Uh, a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, we haven't tried that yet. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't I don't understand it because again, I if I don't want to drink, which I've been on record on this podcast, I typically except for this show don't drink during the week. I am just drinking not a hard seltzer, just seltzer water. That's it, or water water. Yeah, I mean that's my two options. So. I do not want to buy a flying dog non-alcoholic beer to drink during the week. I would rather just have a Harris Teeter grapefruit seltzer and yeah. call it a day. And the fact that they called it deep fake is the most flying dog thing of all time. Yes. there It's like, oh, look at us. We're edgy. We're calling it deep fake. That thing that makes everybody uncomfortable. No, your beer makes us uncomfortable, flying dog. It's time for somebody to put you down. Yes. Burlap sack and a river. Uh, Speaking river. of a burlap sack and a river. No, no, no this is the, uh, hey, uh, is this your cooler? No? You sure this is in your cooler? Oh, it's Ralph's naked. No big deal. Troy Hickman has decided that he's going to make a beer. Good for him. Oh, boy. I submitted this story just troll a lol oh lol So Troy Aikman, he will be launching a, a beer brand of his own called Eight, you know, 
the, the number eight. It's stylized, all caps, eight beer. I'm just going to keep saying eight. Um, Seven? No, it's eight. Nine? So it is, uh, it's it's supposedly healthy because oh, God. Uh, it's made from organic grains. I hate this so much. And it has no added sugar. And I'm sitting seven. here just like, most beer has no added sugar. That's well, what you have the grains for. But anyway, yeah, that's and, that's uh, that, that's where this whole story immediately fell yeah. apart for me. I'm oh, like, oh, but it keeps on going. So, uh, and they're using antioxidant-rich Hallertau Taurus hops. Okay, so hops in general are antioxidant-rich. I did some research into this, and it's not that. Certain varieties are more antioxidant-rich than others. Hops in general are antioxidant-rich. So basically, they're making a beer, eight, with uh, organic malt. And who gives a shit? This is the most press-release press-release that ever press-released. Who gives a fuck? I mean, like, this is very clearly, like, he was probably somewhat interested in this. You know, he, he's looking for his next thing. Got to invest some money somewhere. And he's like, oh, I want to make a beer. Here's the kind of beer that I want to make. And then he's like, okay, PR guy or girl. How do I frame this to make it sound way more impressive than it actually is? Because it's just like every other beer. So it needs to stand out. Well, first off, sir, we're going to call it eight. All caps. (laughs) So you know that we're serious. Second off, we're going to say that it has organic grains that are... You know what? We've also noticed in our testing groups that uh, people don't like added sugar. So this is going to have no sugar. No added sugar. I mean, sure, it's going to have sugar from the malt that we convert. But, you know, that's... But, like, nobody... It's not going to be, you know, chocolate, vanilla, marshmallow, cinnamon, and, you know... Cacao nibs. Cacao nibs and Lucky Charms and Reese's Pieces cereal. And Frosted Flakes. Yeah. And then we're going to say it's a, you know, it's like all these things, like to your point, Wells, that, that whole, like when I saw antioxidant rich, I'm like, oh, fuck. why don't you just go ahead and say it has a superfood in it? You know, cause like, that's the thing, right? Like it's like, oh, it's got a superfood. We're, we're putting blueberries in it. It's a superfood. If anyone would, uh, I would, I would love to read this quote and, uh, see if y'all can keep your eyes from rolling out of your head during this, uh, according to what. Troy Aikman, the three-time Super Bowl winner, told Yahoo Finance, quote, there's over 8,000 breweries across America, and the space that we've entered is as competitive as any of them. I've always been a beer drinker. I love beer. And when I, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that sounds familiar. And when I looked at the category, I felt that it could be better. I thought that what's available has been on the market for a long time. I think it was time for a newcomer. And quite simply, I thought that I felt we could do it better. And I think that we have. So that was the motivation behind getting behind this project End quote. So, so what's available in the craft beer market has been around for a long time. Maybe for a reason for, but 8,000 breweries have, have, have been around for a while and we haven't had a new entrant until eight comes along. And I yeah. swear there was an earlier uh, version of this. This article has been uh, edited because the number 8,000 breweries that was quoted was a lot lower in the first iteration well, of but this. 8,000. Over 8,000. Sure. Yeah, I'm surprised that like, wasn't... Look, let's not forget. I mean, this is the guy who was known for making savvy investments in car dealerships and the restaurant chain Wingstop. 
So you know you can trust him with your beer. Right. So who's the brewery he's actually working with? Is this a known brewery? Is this a known brewer? It says that he he he's making this for people with active lifestyles. My dude, we just talked about athletic. <sighs> yeah, I, I knew the name was. I didn't know if you did any okay, research. Okay, so he's working with this guy from Oma Gang. Okay, that's a that's a normal pairing right there. Oma Gang, a Trappist style brewery, shall we say? Owned, Not, owned by Duvel. Yep. Not very well known and. This gentleman, maybe, I don't know his history, I haven't read it, but if he's from Oma Gang, I don't know what his history is going to be for making what's most likely, you know, some form of a Pilsner or a lager, which I'm sure is what Troy's putting out. I'm assuming a light beer of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, light lager or something, yeah. Which is fine, but like, it's just not what I would expect from an Oma Gang brewer. Not to say that they couldn't do it really well. Right. Because I'm sure they could. You never know. You never know. Uh, yeah, you never pulled... Yeah, there. I'm working on. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I saw this article and just went. Uh, oh, I you, saw. You know what it actually reminded me of because I don't know who else watched playoff football this weekend besides me because I am a football nerd and will constantly watch it. Nerd. He was all butthurt that he wasn't calling the Dallas game. He publicly said it on the air. Oof. That he was butthurt. He wasn't calling the Dallas game. Didn't say butthurt, but you could sure. tell he yeah. was butthurt. He's upset. And so he's now butthurt that, you know, big beer exists. So I'm going to make my own beer, too. I'm going to take my ball and go home. How upset would he have been if he had been calling that Dallas game? Right. <laughs> oh, golly. Yeah. Woo. Oof. Meanwhile, it's that time of year when we see uh, social media videos of upset football fans smashing $200 TVs. Oh. We're like, look how mad he is. It's a $200 TV, man. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not a big deal. He probably brought the shitty TV out, you know, that was in the trash. Like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to break something, get some clout. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get some pops and who knows, maybe, maybe, you know, Samsung will send me a new TV or something like that. No, nope. they're not going to do that. <sighs> so, yeah, I've, it's been a long time since I've been less interested in anything Troy Aikman is doing and. Until now. Eight. Eight. Uh, I, 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 uh, it's like, show me on the doll where craft beer hurt you. You're, you're talking about like, oh, this needs like some fresh energy, some fresh blood, some, you know. So when I looked at the category, I felt it could be better. So you're pairing yourself with a veteran of the industry. You know, tell me about what a disruptor you're going to be. Yeah. When you're pairing yourself with an industry veteran who works for a multinational brewing conglomerate, yep. please. You are saying the words that you think are going to get you attention. I mean, if you go through and you scroll people on LinkedIn right now, just about everybody is a disruptor. Like when everybody's a disruptor, like you're not really disruptive. Like you're just stirring shit up. That doesn't that like anybody can stir shit up. Yeah. What do you do with that? You know, I could disrupt this podcast. I disrupt. I could disrupt this podcast right now by, you know, yanking out the power cord on the mixer board. Right. Ooh, big fucking deal. Who cares? But you disrupted. Who cares? I could unplug my mic right now and... But you disrupted. <laughs> Look at that. I just unplugged your mic. Oh, I'm disruptive. <laughs> Suck it, Wells. Jeff disrupted. Let's hire him. I feel so disrupted right now. <laughs> Jeff, so, unplug my microphone. Who gets my latte? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Wrong guy. <laughs> 
right. Are we ready for Eight. Bre- <laughs> are we ready for break? Please. We'll be back. Make in it 30. end. For buy no buy, Jeff. How does that work? Buy no buy is where we talk about the beer that we've been drinking throughout the show. And again, welcome to show two, where we have uh, where we're now on uh, our coming up on hour three of straight recording here, drinking beer, <sighs> which is sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Yeah, we're going to find out by telling you what we think about the beer that we've been drinking. Would we buy it or would we not buy it? Straightforward, simple, easy, no questions. Hopefully. Jeff, first beer up. From Fonta Flora, this is called The Pearl. And um, I wasn't real sure what to think of this. Why? Um, just by, by the notion, um, looking at the, the write-up on it, this is an oyster pilsner. Now, I'm familiar with an oyster stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was an oyster pilsner. And uh, Josh and I both were a little scared. A L- little scared. Maybe a lot scored. In, in, in like in a stout, like I kind of understand how that those flavors fit together. But coming into tonight, I was even like preparing myself for this beer and realizing that actually, like if I'm having oysters, I, I really like a good clean pilsner with it anyway. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is going to work out okay. And by gum, it does. Um, I'm not going and buying like six packs of this or anything like that, but this beer no longer scares me. Um, I am, um, I, I am definitely getting this like on a flight. It's something interesting to share. Um, I, I'm not going to buy a lot of it, so I'm technically a no buy. But it's it's surprisingly easy drinking. Um, again, one of those things where we we get to try a lot of interesting beers over the years. And some of them have no business being any good. I really shouldn't have doubted that Fonda Flora could pull this off. They're one of the few brewer- few breweries that I believe could pull this one off. And I feel like they did a good job. It's a good beer. I, it's just not anything that I want more than my sample of. Right. Well, I love a good dry finish on a Pilsner. Nice, crisp, dry finish. Um, and something that I look for in a good oyster stout is a nice dry minerally finish. So to me, this seemed like a no brainer. Am I going to get a crisp hop dry finish coupled with a mineral dry finish from oyster shells? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I get here. Um, this is not like sucking all the spit out of my mouth dry, but this is it finishes. Yeah, you that's sure. that sip is done it leaves your mouth you go ah, and it's gone uh this is really good it's fun it i can't believe this works i was kind of like you like am i going to enjoy this i i kind of oyster stouts i know are a thing that i like but am i going to like an oyster pilsner uh i do 
I really do. I'm a buy. Josh, Mr. Skeptical number uh, two. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I can remember, I think it was 21st Amendment did a oyster stout that really stuck out to me of just a salty, briny mess. I did not like it. And I thought that was kind of the last time I ever tried anything that had oysters in it. Because I do not like oysters to begin with. Like, on their own, they're disgusting. <laughs> they look gross. Oh, they gosh. look like snot. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, this has been sitting in the keezer for... Like, since the last show. It's not that been not yeah, that long. I know, but... But you've been, been staring at it for two weeks. I've been staring at it going, do we really... And I even pulled it out and asked, do we really have to do this? Yeah. Yes, we do. Do we really have to? It wasn't as bad as I thought. Am I going to buy this? No, absolutely not. Kind of like Jeff, like I'm not buying this. But was this like a train wreck of a? Look, if I'm getting no. a flight and this is on the list, and I I got a spot for another, like I I would not hesitate. It's a fun beer. I would love the base without the oyster in it. Huh? I just yeah. Like I just you know like I just. While you're eating your oysters, you would love the base beer. I get it. No. <laughs> hey, you said it. Hate you. Thank you. Yep. Next beer up. Uh, from Calusa, we have Ravenhold, an extra special bitter, uh, which is very, <coughs> very much what I would expect from Calusa. Um, especially this style of beer. It is a very typical ESB. I very much liked it. I very much would buy it. Wells? It's a bit light uh, for me. A little nutty, roasty finish, uh, a little bready. I, I dig it, but this is like a, a diet ESP. I'm going to buy this just, just because an it's an ESP. And I guess I've got a, I mean, I'm a homer for that. Just like I am. If somebody ever did an apple brandy ESP, <laughs> I, which I guess is what, I would assume like a, a barley wine is if like a granddaddy ESP. Look, if you can, ESPs are typically separate second runnings of okay. a barley wine. So, okay. uh, but Hey, apple, apple, apple brandy, the, uh, quit a- rubbing your nipples. What? You I, see lo- him over here I love ESPs. Get your hands out of your pants. I love ESPs. Um, I just really like this, but that's enough for a buy. Josh, your thoughts on Ravenhold. So the fact that we've never actually had this one on the show kind of surprises me because Clueless has sent this to me a few times, and I thought we did. I feel like we had some... Did you just drink them all, you selfish him ever? Well, he would always say, like, I have included an extra beer for you. And so I just... Oh, well, you think you're special? I think I'm special. trash. I think I'm special. But I really thought we'd had this on the show before, and I'm kind of disappointed myself that I didn't just share one of the cans before yeah we're all disappointed in you too i know everybody always is all the time it's okay uh this is a good beer i really enjoy this beer is this wells is kind of right it it is a little thin it doesn't have a lot of body to it of what i would really expect from a nice chewy crunchy sb but this is still good still absolute buy jeff next beer up next beer up from heist this is called addicted to the shindig a west coast style ipa and so, mm, so West Coast style. Read that one more time, please. IPA. Really? 
Sorry, on their menu, they had it as a pale ale. Uh, in India, pale ale, maybe. Yeah. Get with it. Well. So, um, as we drink beer through the show, a lot of times when I know it's a beer that may have some sediment, I'll roll the can a little bit to try and stir some of it up so that when I do pours, like everybody's getting a, a whatever. And so this one I poured and I'm like, in my glass first, I'm like, well, shit, that's clear. Did a little swirl of the can, poured a little more, and I'm like, huh, what's happening? Swirled a little more, poured into wells, and I'm like, oh, okay. Then I looked at the can, I'm like, oh, right, West Coast style. Heist made a West Coast style. It's not flocked for days with a bunch of flaked oats and milk and flour. Um, I I like this. I, I would definitely buy this beer. It's a buy for me. It's a good, clean West Coast style um, 7.2%. I, I like this a lot. Wells? Uh, man, that is a super easy drink in 7.2% too. That's the, the weird thing to me about it is I'm, this reminds me of uh, the powder day that we had in the last show yes. where it's nice and completely see-through and crisp hop finish. And how in the hell is this punching over 7% ABV? Um, Cause I'm not getting that right. Uh, to me, it's ticking off the six, you know, five and a half to six kind of threshold. Yep. This is really good. This is super smooth, but um, it's still interesting. I mean, it's still got a nice uh, mid range bitterness to it for a, I mean, for a West coast, it's not going to rip the enamel off your teeth. It's not going to make you, it's just going to make you want another one. Uh, I'm a buy. Big buy. Josh. This is a heist beer? Yes. It is. I, I know, see, right? I, yeah. I can see my fingers through it. What is happening? I, I don't know, man. This next one's really going to throw you then. Uh, <laughs> this is just really, really good. It's a well-made West Coast IPA. Um, you know, like normally I am turning to heist for my hazies. Like, there's a few other breweries in town that do them as, yep. do them as well, but... If I want a good local hazy, nine times out of ten, I'm going to turn to heist. And now they made this, and I'm like, huh, huh, yeah. I'll be damned. Yep. Really good. Really good. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, <clears throat> next beer up, kind of going in the opposite direction. Uh, Triple C, uh, maker of one of your favorites, Josh, Flat Brim. Well, this is double Flat Brim. I know. I was so excited about this. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, if you like flat brim, you're going to love double flat brim. I like flat brim. I like double flat brim. Um, I would definitely buy this if I'm there. I, I don't know that I'm going to chase it per se. It's not necessarily that like for me and what I drink, this isn't one that I'm going to go like hunting down. But this isn't chase, don't chase. But if this I see it. This is buy, no buy. Yeah. If I see it, I, I would pick this up. It's it's really well made. It's one of the few hazies that I, I enjoy. Um Buy for me. Wells? There is a, to me, a significant difference between flat brim and double flat brim. Um, Flat brim, I think, is one of the better locally made hazy IPAs. Um, But double flat brim is just like, it's almost a little too much for me. I can't believe I'm saying that, but as I, as I'm drinking. The whole 8%? Yeah, but it lets me know that this is an 8%. Like I, I picked up a four pack of this and every time that I drink one, this is the last of that four pack. Like I'm done after one. Uh, 
it it's just it's a lot. It's a little on the hot side for eight. That said, yeah, it's it's not a perfect beer, but am I gonna buy another four pack of this? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. If you can get in front of Josh in line anyway. Right. (laughs) Your thoughts, Josh. Because I'm you and and I thought I accidentally brushed my nipple. Uh you know, I, I normally don't look at our tasting lineup. Get your hand out of your pants. Nope. I normally don't look at our tasting lineup. Uh, Jeff actually sent the message today, and I saw, and I went, wait, they make a double? It comes in pints? It comes in pints? Uh, news to me, well, as you know how much I love this beer, because you actually introduced me to the original version of this, and all the body hairs stood up the first time I ever tried this beer mm-hmm. went... Holy shit, this is amazing. And now I get the bigger brother of it. Uh, yeah, this is... I can already tell you this is going to be on my top ten of the year. Oh. This is fucking wow. amazing. Wow. wow. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, chasing wow. this one until it's gone. Wow. Uh, I know some people at Heist used to listen to the show. I don't know if they still do. If you still do, please make flat brim year-round. Please. Uh, They're not going to be able to. Not- They're not going to do that because Triple C makes flat brim, not Heist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is how much Josh loves flat brim. Hey, brewery that look, didn't make this, look, can you please I, make it more often, look, please? Look, it's my... It's my one thing that I love more than anything. It's in my top... It's my top two of the I might have had a little much. Already. Shut up. And and maybe... Leave me alone. And maybe Triple C can make some more Big O for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear Divine Barrel's working on a new batch of Jade IPA I, for I you. fucking hate you guys <laughs> so much right now. I say one thing wrong. <laughs> one thing. Hey, after we're done, you want to go to Birdsong for a copper? <laughs> God. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> What's the next beer up? I'm very sorry, by the up way, next. Triple C and Heist. So, so Highwire, you know, we, we talked a couple of shows ago about their 10W40, you know, uh, really solid Imperial Stout. Yeah. That if you get the regular Stout, the barrel-aged version, or the Bambarana, Black Betty, those are, those are all good options. Some of the, like, stupid adjuncted, like, blueberry, marshmallow, orange creamsicle, like, get kind of wild and crazy you should probably stay away from those but then uh well says hey i've got this can for tonight and it's 5w30 not 10w40 5w30 i believe this goes in hondas uh for what it's worth yeah (laughs) yeah and (laughs) older cars in general but it's just like a five and a half percent joshua called a session stout normal people would call this a stout Brewed with, with coffee, chocolate, and vanilla. And it delivers. It is very coffee. Coffee? It is very, yeah, sorry. It is like the coffee like punches you in the face. It is super roasty. AF. I'd even go for, so far as to say. Um, vanilla's slight, but it's there. Uh, it's it's really good. I like it a lot. I'm a buy. Wells? I love 10W40. Um, I'm sick and fucking tired of the 10 W 40 shenanigans that they've yep. been pulling barrel age it and some cool stuff. That's fine. But like make a king cake version of it. Yep. I'm, I don't like those. Um, not everything needs, not every donut flavor needs to be a variant of your beer. Yeah. So let me get this right. You're going to just going to do 
a junior version, a, a light version of something that I already know and like. Well, surprise, surprise. I freaking really enjoyed this beer. Um, it tastes exactly what you would expect a junior version of 10W40 to taste like. It hits all those same coffee and vanilla notes. Um, it's it's really tasty. I, I just went out on a limb and picked this up just as a, a lark. And damn, I kind of, you know, I'll be going back to the well on this one for sure. It's a buy. Josh, your thoughts. So actually, I thought it was kind of funny that they, <clears throat> excuse me, named this 5W30 because if you don't know, 5W30 is typically used in older vehicles as things kind of age and you don't need as thick and as heavy. And yeah, wow. Like, Highwire, can you just do this and not do as we, the two of you have already discussed, you fuck around too much and you monkey around with your beer and you don't need to. Right. Sometimes you can just make a good beer. But the, 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 the real question is, and I'm sure they'll have the metrics to back it up, does this beer sell? Because I feel like that's unfortunately the product of the, the scene that has been built up. Unless you are pushing 10W40 pastry. Like, does it sell? I mean, this should sell. Like I agree. If if, if, if you just is, want a normal stout that's not crazy adjunct, go this route. But I don't know that that is like so. We are vocal about give me something that is true to style, that is straightforward, and doesn't have a bunch of gimmicks. Yes. But a lot of people want the flash and dash. I get that. They want the s'mores ten W forty. They want the blueberry cheesecake I don't I definitely want the amberana mm. yeah because I mean that's a, a good, wood though that's not but, but like 10 yeah w40 and it gives is, me wood 10w40 is an excellent beer 5w30 is an excellent beer you don't have to throw a lot of adjuncts in you can put it in a barrel and give it a treatment and it comes out better in a lot of cases but you don't have to then throw in a bucket full of raspberry syrup German chocolate cake. Right? Yeah, you, you you don't need to pastry stout it up. Like, just let it be how it is. For real. Jeff, final beer up? Final beer up. Um, thanks to Calusa for the... Her Calusa. Thanks to Clueless for the Calusa hookup. Calulaless. Calulaless. Calusaless? Hey, look, you made fun of me. He moved uh, he, he moved away from Florida, so I guess technically he is Calusaless. Yes, he is. Uh, but uh, he now has a mule for us. Yeah, he reached out and he's like, "Hey, um, you all want some Calusa for the show?" We're like, "Hell yes!" I okay. sure do. Uh, and so, a couple shows ago, we had uh, Calusa's Barrel Age Sworn to the Dark, a Russian Imperial Stout that we all enjoyed. And so tonight we have the Barrel Age Sworn to the Dark with vanilla. With vanillas. The vanilla ex- absolutely adds. An extra level of complexity. It is well made. Um, it is a good beer. I'm glad to have had this. I would buy it. Wells. That is an insane amount of vanilla. Like this thing is towing the there's line. There's no joke that there's vanilla in it. Oh, you don't get no more. You're all like, I've had too much to drink. This, this is Hour like through it. This is like on the verge of Here's some non alcoholic Imperial Russian stout. Yes. This is on the verge of like too much vanilla 
it's it doesn't quite cross that line, but god damn, that's a lot of vanilla. Um, it's like when you tell me it's too much penis, and I'm like, no, it's not. <sighs> Shut him down. Yeah, sure. Um, anyway, this is this is good. Uh, dang, thirteen and a half percent. That vanilla kind of covers up any booziness that I have that I'm, I may have recognized. Um, it's a it's a sneaky boy. Uh, it's you know you, you think you're going to be okay on it. And next thing you know, you're getting your ankles clawed up. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a buy. This is really nice. I've got ugh, I could ramble on and on about this, and I I just might. So Josh, fair enough. Uh, I think you're crazy when you say too much vanilla. There's not such a thing as too much vanilla. There is one. no. There's there is. Not. There is. Yeah, but I guess that's where we're opposite because I don't like chocolate, but give me all the vanilla in the world and I'll take it. Number two, I I guess because of my love for vanilla, I can always immediately tell between extract and real. And this is real, real. This is real good. Whew. Thank you, Wells, for actually procuring this for the show. Thank you, Clueless, for having your mule. Mule it, and then thank you for shipping it to us. Damn, this is good. Absolute buy. Jeff, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? What's the beer that we would most like to have a keg of? Um, the one that was our favorite in the show. And, you know, for me, um, I've got a couple, actually. You know, that that Calusa is probably the best made beer. Um, but the one that I actually would probably destroy quickest it's the 5W30. It just, it's a good, easy drinking coffee stout, bro. I dig it. Yeah. I really liked it. Totally get it. That uh, Heist West Coast was real good too. And, and no shout out to Flatrim, but I mean, <clears throat> a lot of good options in this show. Wells, what do you want? I can't believe I'm saying this. Sure you can. Sure I can. Because I've been thinking about it all show. Double thought. Um, it's got to be addicted to the shindig. That is such a <laughs> clean. Like, I have been hoping that Heist could do more than just hazies. And I've not been in love with some of their West Coast options. Hey, you guys, more like this. Pretty pleasing. Thank you. You're welcome. That shit's delicious. Josh, where are you with this? Oh, that's Never right. I, I already know where you're going. I mean, despite you making fun of me. The because, Oyster Pilsner. Yeah, the come Oyster on. Pilsner. Come on. Come on. I mean, come on. It's it's going to be double flat brim. Just. <sighs> it's Jeff, we're, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Craftbeercast.com is our website. You can find links to our old episodes and shows. Uh, if you want to support us, uh, we love to do beer trades. Uh, or if you just want to send us beer, that's great too. Uh, reach out to Josh on the Twitters at CBCast. Uh, meanwhile, we got a Facebook, facebook.com slash craftbeercast. Also, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling friends. Uh, thanks for putting up with us. Uh, it's show two, so we get a little loopy anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. Especially after uh, that first show. Woo! It's been a, it's been a good night. Um, well, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the wells, Josh. 
You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us. Don't forget about our subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Uh, Jeff already mentioned all the other things that I normally mention, so we're done. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Thursday.